Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Poetry Moments with Dwayne. Just a brief summary, I have been writing poetry for about 40 years. I pray that my poems fill your spirit with comfort, joy, thought-provoking moments, and love in which they were intended. Be sure to leave feedback and suggested titles for new poems. You can send me an email at naze00011 at aol.com. In today's episode, I will recite poems from my stockpile, but it will include collaborations of some great poets and also some solo pieces. Now, let's get to the poetry. The first poem was written by Ebony Dinah and myself. This poem was written on June 6, 2005. The title of this poem is called Anticipation One. I don't know you, yet you are familiar. It's your touch, your scent, your breath, gently touching my ear. I wait in anticipation until our eyes meet and our hands touch. Until that day, my king, I'll wait breathlessly. Well, be breathless no more. Your king is knocking at your door. Or should I say your heart? I'll ease the anticipation that is silently ripping you apart. Feel my energy to be displaced in you. You know not of this moment of why. I am yet familiar and unfamiliar, but search your heart and the answer will become clear. I wait in the anticipation of your touch, your kisses, and all the other romantic wishes. My heart will leave you full of breath, full of life, and full of your heart's desires. I will be the fire and you will be the rain. So when we collide, there will be steamy delights in its bonded of unity. You have found me, my king, and I can breathe again. As you take me in your arms, I tremble under your touch, and I become weak from your kisses. Knowing what I have dreamed and yearned for is standing before me. Can't this be a dream? I'm falling head first into a deep abyss of passion. I can't stop falling, even if I wanted. If this is a dream, never wake me. If I am awakened, let me return to my dream. Let me continue to breathe.
The second poem was written by Sweet Sadie and myself, and this poem was written on June the 11th of 2005. The title of this poem is called Anticipation 2. I anticipate the hours of when your words would fall upon me, so sensual and lustful, yet lovingly. I've dreamt of the night you would walk into my room and remove the sheet from me and stand before me with anticipation of touching every part of my silky honey skin. And the wind is blowing a breeze that you would never believe. As chill bumps form on my body, I feel your touch and I like it as my nipples instantly harden under your embrace. You just don't know how much I feel this, I want this. As you ease me off the bed and I wrap my arms around you and around your neck and we head out to the balcony. Your lips touch mine and it's pure pleasure. So sweet, so juicy, so tender. I love every minute as you lay on me in the lounge chair and gently spread my legs apart, getting a full view of what I want to offer you. It starts to thunder, but that doesn't stop our passion from taking on its toll. As the rain pours down on us, you take my toes and ease them one by one into your mouth, taking your tongue and licking me from my feet to my inner thigh and all I can do is sigh as I enjoy your every touch and with every kiss this is something between you and I can't miss I hold gently your soft and thick thighs and place my tongue inside your delicate flower so I can taste all the sweet juices as I devour. I'll intake all the love that you initiate. I'll conform to the wishes that you adorn. I'll let no more anticipation cloud our mind because right here and right now, your body, soul, and mind are all mine. Filling you up with smooth, silky skin you take all of me in, feasting on your nipples as they stand erect for me. It almost seems that they are taunting me to suck them for hours. I want us to allow this passion to develop, to be magnificent, love-making, a session that cannot be placed beyond comparison. I love every minute that you and I are one. I love the fact that our hearts are connected and intact, not allowing any clouds of life to rain on our escapade, the anticipation between both of us are beginning to fade.
third poem is by Renasha's Brown Eyes and myself. This poem was written on January 16th, 2006. And the title of this poem is called Cream Soda. Looking into your eyes, I am mesmerized at how intensely you're staring back at me and looking at me deeply into my soul. I am naked beneath your gaze. Your eyes are like the color of cream soda or some wonderful optical illusion. I wish I could be the gleam inside of them like sparkling diamonds. I want to see what you see when you look at me. I'm addicted to your peepers. The way you look at me drives me wild. I want to drink you like cream soda, the color that is your eyes when I look inside of them. And though you dare for me to stare and be lost of words because of my glare, I want to suck, lick, and swallow your cream and let it slowly go down as soda if I would drink from it. I want you to see how I stare at you because for what you have given me, I want to give back to you. Not in the love-making way, not the love that we have that causes my earth to shake, but for the mere fact that we have a love that is not at stake, a passion that is not fake, a unity between you and I that is not a mistake. Yes, drink me in as cream soda and allow me to drink you in like cola and vodka mixed together, strong to the taste, but alas, not a drop should be spilled or a waste. fourth poem is titled A Gospel Tune. This poem is from my stockpile, and it's a bit of a story and a poem mixed together. You'll find that I'll have many of them, and I will recite them on this podcast as we proceed in the future. I hope that you enjoy it. An old man was humming a tune of an old gospel song in his rocking chair in his living room. He was 76 years of age. He had seen a lot in his days. His house was filled with mementos of his youth, pictures of loved ones too far to visit or have passed on. His rocking chair made that creaking sound and cast him to dream of days that are long gone. He remembered his first love and the way it felt, those days of racial injustice and how it felt. Those days of summer when he was young and the time when his mama and daddy passed away. And alas, those instances he had to deal with when he approached manhood and how sad those days were. His days in college of wild parties and making of dear friends caused him to smile 
and how lucky he was to meet the woman he married. The thrill and excitement of his firstborn. His eyes opened slowly from his slumber and became conscious and aware of where he was. He remembered that his wife moved on to heaven. His children and grandchildren are in another state and that he lived his life gracefully and regretting a few mistakes. But all in all, he lived a long life that God has blessed him with. This old man was humming a tune, an old gospel song in his rocking chair in the living room. The fifth and final poem is a poem that is in my stockpile. It is another story and a poem mixed together. The title of this poem is called Say Thank You to the Veterans. We need to thank all who have served this country of ours, no matter how we may feel of the direction that it goes. They keep us protected and often they pay the ultimate price. So I'm paying homage to all of our veterans. The winds on the beach blew. So many dismembered. So many young men. So many soldiers died. Fighting the world's wars. The tides shifted. There's bodies in all directions. Men from all countries and nations. The winds in the burning cities blew. Soldiers scurrying, firing their weapons to take the lives of other men who choose the leadership of a madman. Risking their lives, watching friends and fellow soldiers die, seeing horrors that we, the younger generation, could never imagine. Soldiers from all countries and nations. The winds in the cemetery blew. Hundreds and hundreds of tombstones form a sea of crosses. Some have names, some are nameless. The aftermath of these fought wars. So many sons and daughters that never returned home giving their precious life so we could live free, so we could have the right to live in a diplomatic society. Men and women from all countries and nations serving proud and diligent. Do we say thank you to these surviving veterans? Do we show gratitude for their sacrifice, giving the ultimate price the gift of life. This poem was written 
Well, we have come to the end of this podcast. I want to thank you all again for taking the time out of your busy day. I'm humbled by the responses, and I also would like to say again, thank you to the veterans. I am also excited for the amount of times that has been played. I enjoy sharing my world and words with you. In this podcast, poems that were recited were from my collection and collaborations from Ebony Dinah, Sweet Sadie, Renasha's Brown Eyes, and two solo pieces. Please share it to as many friends and family and people as possible. You can find my poems on a website that's called allpoetry.com. I look forward to your feedback. Let me know what you think, because it is important to know how I'm doing. Again, I just want to say thank you to Anchor for the assistance. You can find my podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Breaker, CastBox, Google Podcast, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and TuneIn. Till next time with Poetry Moments with Dwayne. Thank you.